Hi guys, this is Thea Sanders, CEO and founder of Naya Beauty. Welcome back to Naya Unfiltered, where I get to interview interesting people and talk about all things beauty. This week, my guest is Caroline Demore, the CEO and founder of Pizza Girl. If you haven't heard of her, you soon will. She'll soon be starring in the reality show, The Hills, featured on MTV. When I spoke to Caroline, I kept seeing a phoenix, you know, rising from the ashes, reborn, but stronger, smarter, and wiser. Join me in my conversation with Caroline, where she discusses restarting everything from her business to her relationships. Let's start the show. Hi. Hi. I'm just so happy that you made it. Me too. I'm so happy. I'm so sorry. I've been so crazy. I mean, my apartment is like one big like fashion house right now. Uh, it's like and a fashion explosion. It is the fashion explosion. Getting ready for all these big projects I have coming up. Oh my gosh! Even through this pandemic, you're still working. Uh finally, it's been a while, but it's finally starting to come back together. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And we're talking about the second wave and how that's going to look. It's like. That's scaring me because everything's starting to come back together right now. And I'm like, please don't let it have another. Let's just go back to normal, please. I don't know that it'll ever go back to a complete normal the way that it used to be, but I feel like a new normal needs to happen and people need to start to like figure out how to yeah. survive and live, you know? Exactly. So I'm so glad that you were able to make it today. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Hi, and so I was taking a look at your Instagram and all that stuff. And I've got so many questions for you. So, all right. So my first question for you is what is your definition of beauty? You know, my definition of beauty has definitely changed as I've evolved. Um, I definitely think right now the definition of beauty in society is becoming such a more like just welcoming, just, um, you know, when you're young and you just see all these like supermodels and this like look of what you think you're supposed to look like, it's it can really mess with your like, you know, your mental state on what beauty is according to society. And I'm just really, really grateful that my daughter gets to grow up in a world that's a bit more just that finds beauty in all shapes, all sizes, you know, all ethnicities, all backgrounds. And, you know, actually my friend's company, it's called Parade. They're this underwear company that's just blowing up. She's this 23 year old CEO, her and her partner. And I just love seeing how they display beauty. Um, you should definitely check them out. But like, um, they're literally like the antithesis to Victoria's Secret right now. They're an underwear company. And they show how beautiful women are in their underwear in every size, every shape, you know, they put it all out there, you know, beautiful stretch marks and, you know, just things that women really are and the truth. And I think that that's so much healthier. Right before that, like, if, you know, talking about Victoria's Secret and then your friend's company, it's like, it's really hard to, you look at these perfect bodies, right? And as you mature, it's really hard to, you know, attain that perfect body. I mean, when you're younger, your metabolism is going like this, right? And right. then as you mature, all of a sudden your metabolism changes, your skin changes, right? The clothes that you used to be able to wear aren't really appropriate for you. So then does that mean you're no longer beautiful? So yeah, I mean, I like it that 
beauty has evolved, right? Like the definition is like ever evolving and changing and, and your daughter gets to grow up in a world where beauty is like all inclusive, right? Exactly. That beauty to me is all inclusive. Like I'm literally, um, my daughter and I, I'm just going to show you this really quickly. We've been working on this kind of vision board over here and it's just kind of like trying to show her, you know, cause we're stuck at home now we're in a pandemic. So we need to find ways to like teach her about like the outside world and this and that. And it's just about like beautiful women with, you know, wrinkles and, you know, like spaces between your teeth and freckles and just being like happy at every age and goofy and, you know, just beautiful in every age, size, color, you know, just. Well, because before with beauty, people would try to hide their imperfections and those flaws and now people are like embracing them like you said like the stretch marks you know instead of trying to hide them it's like show them with pride because you earn them as being a mother when you're like pregnant and then you get these stretch marks or whatever the the reason is is that you shouldn't hide it and be ashamed it's right. like shaming is done right shaming is so done actually you'll be shamed if you shame and i feel like that's the best way for like society to be because i mean you know, when I was younger, I went through getting some like random paparazzi shots here and there and seeing myself like not aware of like the stuff that people like were going to zoom in on and this and that and being really sad and being really like feeling like really bad about myself. And then like even so I and then I went through a long phase of my life where that didn't happen at all. And now it's starting to happen again. And I've seen I saw some photos recently on the beach and I was like, at first I wanted to cringe. And then I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to be me, do me. You know, I'm single for the first time since I was like 19. So I'm in like the dating world again. And my motto is go to the date without makeup on, you know, like go to, cause you're going to wait. Right? Yes. And like, like love, let make sure it's somebody that's going to love you for your absolute truth because otherwise you're wasting your time. <laughs> I you know? guess it's all about, you know, they hear, you hear about inner beauty and like, you know, accept me for me. And maybe it's like, as you age, you get really more comfortable with yourself, right? Maybe more comfortable. You're like, I'm not going to, you know, tolerate this anymore. I'm like, so done. I'm not into peer pressure. You know, if you don't like it, bye. Bye. I would not go back to any age in my past. A lot of people I think like used to like, kind of like live in the past and be like, oh, like I loved my twenties and this and that. I'm so happy with who I am at 36 years old and you know I'm finally like really just accepting of who I really all of me the good parts the bad parts all of me so I'm not going to settle down again until I find somebody that truly like just loves me for all of me not just the awesome parts <laughs> I know that like you know we've talked about beauty and that's like how you're more accepting of yourself and others what do you think is changing in the world that's like allowing others to like have this feeling of beauty and in inclusivity? Like, what do you think is happening? I think people are just fed up. They're watching how like, you know, the government has treated people. Um, they're watching how, um, you know, television shows have really just narrowed in on like, you know, white blonde people for so many years. And I think that um, everybody's just sick of it. Everybody's fed up. Everybody's like, well, the people on TV don't look like my best friends, my children, my, my, you know, my family life. And I think, you know, in the past really only like few years, mm -hmm. is it really evolving and changing? Like, you know, it's a very interesting 
time because I did want to, you know, teach my daughter, you know, we don't see color, you know what I mean? But, but that's also not right, which I've just more so recently learned. It's like, we need to see everybody for who they are and their background and their culture and, um, you know, and love everybody from, you know, the, how they evolved into who they are today, their story, you know? So it's, it's, I'm also evolving in my thinking of how to be more, you know, I'm my, my dad and certain people say like, I'm like the most like liberal accepting, you know, like Hollywood, whatever type person. But honestly, it's, I even need to needed to evolve in my thinking. And I think that it's really beautiful that everybody's uh, a lot of people, there's still a lot of people that are just so close-minded, but the fact that it's evolving and like our children are going to change, you know, the course of, of yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's cool because if you think about like back in the day, not even back in the day, but when you look at friends, you know, the TV show and it's like these beautiful white people living in this apartment, this big apartment in New York. And it's like, how realistic is that? Like, are you telling me that there's not a Latina, there's not an Asian person, there's not a black person walking around New York? Right. (laughs) Sex in the city was like that too. And I was just like, you know, I think those are, you know, those are the shows that I grew up knowing and like that's why when people are saying like we have to unlearn racism it's because it was literally embedded whether you're uh like i'm all i've always been just like a loving human of of all type of of every type of person but you you, what you realize is that you had this embedded in your head since you were little you know what i mean and how realistic is it that on a coffee shop um barista you know um pay you know pay rate you're gonna have these fabulous apartments exactly and then like you know um carrie from sex in the city was always like bitching about her credit card bill but then she had like these expensive shoes and these beautiful designer clothes it's like okay how how are you doing this (laughs) right i mean she even made like smoking cigarettes like fashion to me and i remember being (laughs) fashionable and it's just like so dumb like that's what you know these programs have been like programming us to believe for such a long time. Um, And I'm just so grateful that that's literally changing in every direction. Like even like my daughter's new favorite show, like Julie and the Phantom, she's only five, but like, thank God people are like bringing in people and to star on programs as a young age, as you know, you know, all different colors and shapes and sizes. And I'm just so grateful that she gets to grow up in an inclusive, you know, society. And that, you know what, when I argue with some people that just aren't like politically or like, you know, aligned with my thinking, I just think inside, I'm like, well, that is dying off. So (laughs) I'm like, that whole vision is dying off. And I'm really grateful. You have a responsibility to the next generation, right? And so here you this little human that you have an opportunity to mold and be like, Hey, it's all about love and acceptance. And that's kind of exciting, right? Absolutely. I mean, the amount of crap I got for taking her out, like we, we live right in the middle of Hollywood. And when all of the, um, you know, BLM protests were going on, my first thought was let's not have her be terrified of what's going on outside. We sat there and we made posters and we made signs and there's actually this really cute video on my Instagram of her, um, standing on the street with her one of her big signs and it was just like all these people are like going by like yay like honking at her and I just like she was so proud 
to like mm -hmm. be a part of like this kind of evolution and I, you know she's gonna remember this as she grows older I'm not gonna hide her from it or shield her from it like a lot of parents I do find like they don't give their children enough credit that they're smart enough to understand what's going on in the world and I think if we opinions you know yeah. and little personalities right totally totally if we educate them from jump like they're gonna be such a better they're gonna be such a better just society than we ever had you know well, it's been such a crazy year, you know, 2020 with this pandemic and BLM and everything. So at the beginning of the year, did you have any New Year's resolutions or intentions that you had set for 2020? You know, this has been a really hard year for everyone. Um, I would say me especially because I also went through a divorce at the exact same time. Are you serious? Yeah, literally wow. in August, I um, we split and last August last August okay August before this last August so um it was not only just like the pandemic shut down but it was like life as I know it shut down um in every way possible so for me the pandemic was almost like I don't want to say a blessing because it was so awful for so many people but I think for me it taught me to like slow down um think about what really matters um pay attention to you know my soul and my heart and like what is really going to matter when everything else stops, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just had a lot of, a lot of work to do on myself and what is my new life going to be like? And, you know, my divorce really did leave me with nothing, but like the shirt on my back, to be honest, it was really, really, really rough. And I lost everything, my company, um, everything. And my company pizza girl is my dream. Um, it's been my dream since I was a little girl <clears throat> and I fully funded the whole beginning project myself. I was up at the factory, you know, um, jarring jars myself with a hairnet on like wow. standing in supermarkets, giving out samples, like really doing the hard, hard work. And then when the divorce happened, you know, in California, everything's just 50, 50 and it totally like can ruin everything you work so hard for. So for me, I took that time to basically be like, you know what, you can have everything, but just give me my company and my name back. I had to shut down my company. I lost all my shelf space. I was in Gelson, Whole Food, Erewhon, Bristol Farms, everywhere. People love my product. I was on the cover of Food and Beverage Magazine, like a dream of my father's for years. And all of that went away. I had to shut it all down and fight to get my company back um, and give up basically everything I had to make that happen. I got it back through the pandemic. I closed my doors and I and I spent the past four months restructuring my entire company and I found a really great team. I got I'm actually closing a deal hopefully today or tomorrow with these beautiful investors. Um, that are so just enamored with the Pizza Girl brand and my story and um, how it came about. So fingers crossed. I mean, we're going to be back up and running and available um, through our e-commerce. And also we're going to start getting back into supermarkets come January. So yeah, that's amazing. Like, you know, my next question for you um, was, was like, okay, during the pandemic, when things shut down, you know, what did you learn about yourself that surprised you? But I guess it's like, you know, you were single. So, you know, what did, what surprised you during the pandemic and being single, 
you know, being divorced, was there something that actually like surprised you? You know, I think, I think for the first time, like I've always been with somebody and I think you can't really learn a lot about yourself unless you spend some time alone. And I think being alone was always very hard for me for some reason. Um, may have been some, you know, childhood abandonment issues or whatever, but I always needed somebody and needed that kind of like attention and love me, love me type thing. And I think the pandemic and the shutdown, you can't be around anybody. You have no time. I actually like started to read, which is big for me. I like love books now. Um, I started to read. I started to hike every single day. I'm in the best like physical shape of my life. Um, Yeah. And I honestly, my connection with my daughter really became so much stronger um, because, you know, without school and without mommy working all the time, it's like just this kind of magical connection. And when you get a divorce and lose your child and the time with them for half the time, it's really dramatic. And for me, it was really hard because we're like attached, like literally, like we still sleep in the bed together. So Um, but what it did for that relationship was when, when I was, when I was married and we, and we were always together, I was always working and on my phone and, you know, I always had her. So it was like, I would want to say I took it for granted, but I think that now that my time is split, I get all my work done and get everything I can done when she's with her father. And then when I get her back, which is like in a couple hours, I'm so excited. Just like such engaging, magical time that we get to spend together so I learned a lot about myself through this yeah that's kind of cool like it's just like with me and the pandemic I mean honestly I am in the best shape that I've ever been you know (laughs) which is kind of crazy like my husband's like hey listen we can't go to the gym but we need to you know maintain our health and and also it just like frees your mind right like going walking or hiking or just you know you're not being able to just kind of like work this frustration out so Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, what am I going to do? Unfortunately, I didn't go into cooking or baking. So right. I just went into kind of fitness. Am I a hard body? No, I'm not. But at least I'm doing yoga and I'm doing all those things that I didn't really have time to do. And plus I'm spending time with my family. So that was really kind of nice too. Totally. So now, I mean, I get it. You don't want to say that you take people for granted or your daughter for granted, but you always think that, well, they're going to be there, you know, and I'll, and when I have time, I'm going to spend time with you. But now it's like, no, 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 no. I really need to carve out this time. So now do you dedicate a certain amount of hours or time or like, how do you do that? Yeah. I mean, I really try to, um, make sure that our time together is really special. You know, I'm, I'm starting work again. So, and running and being the CEO of a company is like, an intense amount of work. Um, I have a project starting in a week that I wish I could announce. I mean, it's out there in the world. If if you Google me, you can tell what I'm about to do, but technically I cannot um, announce it because the network's going to announce it. But mm-hmm. with all of that and everything, I'm just grateful that, yeah, every, every second counts, you know, with your kids and you want to make it really matter. Um, I When I watched, everybody told me not to watch Divorce Story, I mean, Marriage Story. Uh-huh. So I was going through my divorce and when I watched it. It actually like made me feel better because it kind of like normalized my situation for me and didn't make me feel like such like a, you know, um, just like a leper. <laughs> um, and there was this moment when he talks about how she's a woman who actually plays, who really plays with her kid, like for real, you know, like gets down, gets imaginative and like really plays. And I always just wanted to be a mom who plays. So 
yeah, I've been spending more time doing that. That's, that's cool. I mean, it, it seems as though like, you know, looking like Googling you and looking at your impressive resume, it's like, you've done so much and you've had your hands in so many things like fashion, music, being a DJ, um, being in films, you know, and now doing a show and being a CEO, you know, being in the restaurant business, like, what do you think, or what would you say your first passion is? You know, my first passion, I would have to say is engaging with people. So if you look at all the things that I ended up doing, I mean, obviously growing up in LA, you're going to get into like the entertainment industry. It's just kind of like hard to avoid. Um, but I think um, for me, even like the DJing, it was more about the moment that I was on stage and I was having this like magical moment with the crowd. Um, and that's the same as like when I'm in the supermarket giving out samples and talking about my product and engaging with people. I love people. Um, so I think for me, um, you know, I, I honestly, like I dropped out of high school. So I, my last completed grade was ninth grade. Really? <laughs> I, yeah. I totally just like walked out. I was like, this isn't for me. I got on a plane. I went to New York. Um, I like couch surfed a bit. And then, you know, I saw DJ AM up in the club and I was like, I was like, I'm going to do that. You know? So I found myself like, you know, um, paying, ended up paying my bills since I was 17 years old playing music. I got two record deals. I got to see the whole world. Thanks to DJing. It was such a wonderful experience. Um, there's also a lot of like downside that comes to it. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of drugs and alcohol. A lot of my friends are either, if they're DJs, they're either sober or dead, unfortunately. And I feel like it can really take a toll in like coming home, at like three in the morning, my daughter waking up at five or six, it was just like, I couldn't maintain um, that kind of lifestyle. And I think for me, like when I started just cooking for my daughter and wanting really healthy food to be put in her body, I think that's when um, more of like the food development side of, of my creative mind kind of came out. Um, you can be creative in any field that you do. I feel like I'm the same creative person that I was when I was DJing and making music that I am with being the CEO of Pizza Girl. I know it sounds so crazy and different, but like, you know, I'm still uh, engaging and speaking and creating and coming up with this, you know, like the, I mean, like if you think about food, it is, there is creativity in there, like the different spices and the tastes and I mean my brother he's great at it and he I don't know where he gets it from and my mom is like we don't know where he gets it from but he can like taste something and then from in here right you know and he can like you know he can just like decide like what the ingredients are and then he can like recreate it I mean I wish that I had that creativity because it is creativity yes. you know putting like blends of different spices together it's like that's I mean I love I love the labeling, the packaging. I'm coming up with like in we're like inventing new ways to like package, which I can't like discuss yet. But I mean, we're just I'm just kind of with Pizza Girl. Everybody told me not to mess with this like old world Italian food space because like nobody's gonna want something that's like you know young and different and da da da. da. And I was like, well, just watch me, watch me mess it up. Come in there and show people a woman run all organic you know, um, sustainable. I was right for this, right? Yeah. He is right. Like Bethany Frankel, when she made that skinny margarita, like the time is right, not yep. just full blown sugar, you know, margarita, but 
the time is right for a woman who is, yeah, like if you think about old world Italian, right? Yeah. You know, like um, what the imagery that you have of it. But here is a girl who's like coming onto the scene with like new age ideas with, you know, organic ingredients and yeah. fully sustainable. It's totally different. It makes me so excited because everybody was like, oh, your labels, they just look so different and this and that. I was like, yeah, we want to see the same you know, green and orange Italian looking label that we've seen our whole lives. Like, you know, sometimes it's like, why do you buy a certain bottle of wine? Because the label is so interesting and pulls at you and tells a story. So my story is, is that I'm this Malibu girl that grew up in LA that is Italian and grew up in this foodie restaurant. So that's very clear um, on my labels. You know, it's, it's, uh-huh. it's got to be represent, uh, representative of who you are to connect. So you've been so busy and you're basically not starting from scratch again with your company, but kind of like resuming where you left off, where you had this trajectory, right? Right. So now you have to like put in all those hours. So how do you recharge your batteries when you have so many hats? So like we said, like, honestly, like I would, I love the idea of meditation, but my mind is just so fast moving that it doesn't really work for me. So for me, um, hiking is truly my like time to like meditate and reset. And when I'm sad or when I'm down or when I'm feeling just beat up or when I need to like make some major decision, I go for a really long hike um, by myself. And I just, by the time on the way up, I feel like crap and this is so hard and I don't want to do this anymore. But on the way down, I mean, the endorphins kick in, you know, the spirits of, you know, mother earth have like, you know, injected into my soul and I just can actually like feel inspiration again. And it's just hiking for me is amazing. Waking up really early. Like I wake up at 5 a.m. every single morning. There you go. At 5 a.m. every single morning, I make my coffee on my little oat milk latte. And then I, um, and then I read a book. So I've been reading some books that I would, you know, that have helped me kind of expand my thinking. I just read Big Magic, which is an incredible book. It really helps you just like understand like creativity in ways that you would never imagine. Um, I, so I highly recommend that book. And right now I'm reading, um, uh, I just started this one that I'm really excited about women who run with the wolves. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. Because I'm just so sick of like, kind of feeling I've always been put in this weird box that like I think you know women have been put in for centuries um because we are so like wild and um spiritual and we connect with humans so well and we are like these butterflies and that can be really threatening to a man and they end up wanting to cage this this beautiful wild soul and it ends up just kind of making you miserable and I think that it's really important to if you're gonna find a partner, make sure that partner is truly okay with you being this like magical, intelligent butterfly that might even make more money than the man. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, why can't I find those men? Where are they? I mean, here's the thing is like, you know, you're kind of, well, you're in a man's world, right? You're a CEO, yep. you're boss bitch. You're like out there trying to create your own space. Um, you're disruptive, right? right. Um, you're changing it up. You're talking to investors. Something that like might intimidate the average woman, but you're out there in the forefront. So what's driving you? What's that driving force? Just just you just wanting to do it? You know what? No, I think it's also wanting to show my daughter that we can do anything that we set our minds to. And honestly, like 
follow through is a really big challenge. I think everybody has these amazing ideas, but to actually put in the work that it takes to follow it through, no matter how hard it can be, is such a challenge that I, I love a good challenge. I really do. Even with like dating and whatever, like everyone's like, oh, you love a challenge. Um, so for me, yeah, it just keeps me, it keeps me young, really, you know, just proving myself and might be something that I could talk to my therapist about, something that happened in my childhood that I just need to prove myself all the time, but I enjoy it. And it's not like in a competitive way. It's more like it's, it's competitive against myself. And it's, you know, I just like to keep going and keep, you know, growing. Right. So when you're talking about a partner, it seems though you're talking not only a partner in business, but a, a partner in your love life. Yeah. So are there um, some character traits that you're looking for specifically? Absolutely. I mean, I think for the most part, I'm looking for someone who is not intimidated by a woman who um, is a social butterfly. Um, I, you know, I, I'm the most loyal, loving person when I'm in a relationship, <clears throat> but I think um, men are just terrified. You know, a lot of the time, a lot of men are very terrified of women who are social and active and have a lot of friends and have a lot of ambitions and goals and can really just take care of themselves. So I don't need a man to take care of me. Right. And I think that that's very threatening. What I need is somebody to um, love me and make my life more enjoyable, but mm -hmm. I don't need you to take care of me and tell me how to live my life. So I'm yet to find somebody like that. Um, so if you're out there, right. Is anybody out there? <laughs> So then if you see it, like, what's your perfect love story then? Yeah, my perfect love story is to, or I, I think I just need to go through this next year being single. I really do. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to stay single for the next year. Um, and I'm going to really just finish, you know, developing who I want to be, this vision of me that I've had since I was a little girl, um, which is a successful, strong um, you know, beautiful yet tough kind of um, evolved woman. And then I want to find somebody who's not intimidated by that, who has his own stuff going on, who doesn't want to like clamor onto, you know, my, my, my stuff and just wants to like, kind of be my partner, my best friend. What I really want is my best friend. My new kind of way of looking at like relationships is find somebody that's your best friend that makes you laugh harder than anybody else. Yeah. actually be friends first if you can be friends first then like all that like light and love bullshit um really isn't gonna like trick you into thinking that this person is great without seeing the whole picture so you know you talk about a man who's going to be you know intimidated like and there are few men who are like i'm totally comfortable in the fact that you know you're in front i'm over here you're doing your own thing but we're together and i'm totally supporting you right. i mean you're about to be on the show and your life I know is, has already been on display. You know, like you said, if you just Google it, your name, your name pops up. How do you think that's going to play a role in balancing? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting because it's one of those shows where your life is on display no matter what. So if someone does come into my life, they might end up in that world with me. But I think that, um, yeah, I'm just going to put it all out there and just be honest from jump and, if somebody is interested in, you know, in all of me, the good and the bad, then we can talk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then plus like dating, I think, okay, here's the pandemic. You've got to stay home. You've got to stay safe. You got to wear a mask. 
So maybe you take this time. Okay, now it's time for me to go out there. Like, how are you going to meet a person? Maybe through friends. I mean, you can't really, I mean, even though you probably wouldn't go to a bar or anything like, like that or a restaurant or anything, but where do you think you would meet this person? A dating app. <laughs> I'm like, I've never been on a dating app in my life. So now it's like, obviously like this really exciting thing. My friend did it for me the other night. She's like, give me your phone. And she like fully just set up this like dating app for me. And it's really funny, but I've actually met some people that are actually like going to be friends of mine for, I think a really long time, which is kind of cool. Um, I've run into some people who um, are just friends that are like, Hey, that's so funny that I'm seeing you on here, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I've actually met and gone on a couple dates that, you know, were really fun. I think it's more like, I don't know. It's either going to happen like that way because right now it's really the only way um, or, you know. Um, and I think it's always like that. Like I had to take my friend's phone and add her to a dating app too because it's like, no, 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 I do want a date. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just give me your phone. Just, just shut up. Phone. I'm going to do it for you. And then you're just going to start getting alerts and you're going to like be curious and chat with someone. And it's kind of fun. Well, I guess it's fun for me just to kind of watch like you know like because you're in a relationship so it's kind of fun to do it I totally get it my girlfriends are like let me see who is he what's he saying it's really funny um my girlfriend actually put girls and guys on the app for me um because I mean I'm like a fluid thinking human but I've never really dated a woman but I'm obviously like open to the idea um because honestly like I think you reach a certain age and you're like men suck so, <laughs> so you never know. I'm just a very, honestly, for me, it's more about a, um, just like a, a, a connection. It doesn't really matter what, what, like, you know, meat. Have you gone on any dates with a woman yet? It doesn't matter what meat suit they were born in. Um, you know, um, yeah. no, I, I have had like flirty like relations with women but I have never taken it to like a two and three date like I really think this could happen thing um but I'm definitely open to it yeah wow so this is like a really it's like almost like a metamorphosis for you it's like completely I'm going through it I'm, it's like, like, I'm going out of my comfort zone I'm like I'm out there yeah yeah I'm out there I'm having fun I'm happy I'm healthy. Oh, I don't healthy. know if it's the light. I don't know what it is, but you are literally glowing. I don't know what it is. Is it the oil on your face? Is it the light from the sun? But I'm, your face is super like glowing of like happiness. I'm really, really happy in that that does shine through. Also like being healthy really shines through. But also I've been going to this doctor. Her name is Dr. K. Everybody check out Dr. K. She's amazing. I'm writing it down. Yeah, Dr. K. She's incredible. You can find her on Instagram. Um, she has just been doing this thing called the thermi on me because I'm so not about like all the like fillers and all these things. I'm actually quite terrified about them. Um, terrified of them, but, um, I'm 36 and it's time to like, at least have some upkeep going on. So mm -hmm. she has this like really cool machine. It's called like the thermi machine. And it just like kind of re-engages collagen and totally like, you know, she's got great products too. I use all her products. So I definitely attribute a lot of the glow to her. Well, your face looks amazing. It's just like, it's all like nice and like glowing and stuff. So, and it moves. Like, what do you have on your face? Oh, okay. There is one product that is my secret, secret product. Do you want me to get okay, it? Here we go. Okay, here we go. Yeah, here we go. 
This has been my secret for quite some time. You can be like, Sue, oh, you guys just saw me. I'm, I did the whole thing where I'm like in my sweatpants, but from here up, I'm like looking cute. <laughs> with your shirt. <laughs> Damn it, you guys caught me. Well, oh, you know, did you hear about this guy who was like in like a big time, I don't know what it is. It's like some like newspaper or magazine. And they were like, okay, so they watched the presentation and it's like, okay, we're gonna take a break. And he literally unzipped his pants and he thought that he was like maybe watching like another site or something. And they're like, okay, now we're back. And he didn't realize that his camera was still on. And so here it is, like they're in like these groups and they're like hundreds of people and they're just like, oh my gosh. That would so happen to me, by the way. Like, I'm like terrified. My daughter's on Zoom school. I'm like running by naked. It's not okay. There's like children on there. No, I'm like, it's really, it's a weird new world. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, luckily the kids can't see me, just the teacher. But like, I have definitely, yeah, I mean, come on. I, I love, I'm professional in sweats these days. And you know what? I like to be real and be honest and just, nobody's perfect. Right. Yes. He's like, party down there, you know? Yep. Honestly, this was like my hangover go-to the next morning to look like I was just super refreshed. I've literally been so hungover and had somebody be like, had people be like, oh my God, like you're glowing. You must be so healthy. And I'm like, yep. It's because of my Max Strobe Cream. I don't know if you can look. Max Strobe yep. Cream. Yep. No makeup, nothing. You just put a little bit of this on your face and you literally look like you're like, refreshed and revived it's definitely like been my go-to since for years years well i don't know what it is but it's it's popping thank you it's it's working it's totally working so okay going back to beauty where do you think beauty is going to evolve to like what do you think like 10 years from now what is it going to be like so I think we're getting out of the stage of like everybody kind of looking the same with like the big fake lips and like the big fake butts and like the big kind of like everybody's kind of looking the same right now you know in in like plastic surgery and all of this and I feel like it's gonna go back I feel like people are gonna regret having done so much of that work because it's gonna go back to beauty being you know a bit more natural yep I'm really excited about um you know I have these like crow's feet that I really love and like I'm kind of into those actually one of my girlfriends she's actually only 22 and she looked at me and she was like oh I can't wait till I have crow's feet and I was like <laughs> I wanted to give her the middle finger um I was like how dare you but then I was like you know what now like 22 year olds are starting to look at it like that um it's kind of cool and you know edge of honor right yeah it's beautiful and you know what I'm sick of men like my ex boyfriend of recently we were only together for a few months but I remember he would say things like well men just get better with age and women you know and I was just like oh like I definitely want a man or you know a woman that gets that women are beautiful at every age like that's gorgeous to have you know wrinkles and gray hair and still be fashionable and like you know like just accentuate like who you really are and it shines through that's where I think it's going I think makeup will become less I like you know less is more I think um you know there will always be products like this that'll you know be amazing to just like give you that little oomph but you know enough of the like what is that baking and just 
basically being completely fake and look people are walking around looking like an app you know what I mean it's creepy so I'm like, def- like face tuning right everybody in the face tune you guys we can tell and not only that like here here's the thing I don't mind like a quick filter if you feel like you look terrible but to actually change your features in every photo is beyond just disappointing you know and I I would be really upset if I saw my daughter like changing her beautiful and they really do change like my brother showed me this girl and he's like what do you think about this and I was like oh she's pretty he's like that's Joe Rogan he literally took his face and made it into like a girl and it was a beautiful girl and he's like yeah and he's like look this is me guys I changed my face wow see and it's all weird like that and it's just like I I think that that's gonna go away soon I really do Um, I hope so I mean because it's messing with children it's messing with teenagers it's making them like have this unrealistic you know vision of themselves and then they go out and they don't look the way that they've been portraying themselves on it's just a it's a terrible terrible um terrible part of our culture right now and I think that you know we people are going to wake up to it because um it's hurting our you know our our children they're thinking that like they need to look like you know this this unattainable completely fake barbie like way and it's it's awful I hate it so one thing that I that really stands out and which I'm so happy about are people who like would call out magazine covers for photoshop you know, like how they would totally like change a woman's figure, you know, and her face and how, you know, just make her leg look longer. Then it's like, hey, she doesn't even look like that. So you oh guys want like that? My record deal was Sony in Japan and I did an album like photo shoot and they did like this cover of me as a DJ like this. I kid you not, I had these boobs that were so big. You guys, I have no boobs. I don't wear a bra. Like they're very tiny. I'm very happy with that. But like I had these jugs in this photo and I was like, where did those come from? That is not okay. It was awful. And like, that just made me feel like so insecure and weird. Like people are going to see that I don't have these big jugs like when, <laughs> when they see me I don't even look like that and then so now you want people and that's what they'll do like especially kids like oh I want to look like that and it's like but that's not even real you know yeah, yeah. Like, I think beauty's gonna you know, like, I think models will just turn into avatars you know they'll just be like you know they basically have been you know for a long time and I'm really grateful for companies like I said like Raid and you know um companies like that that are totally changing the game when it comes to um, what's beautiful. So I think more companies like that need to come out and we just need to like get away from this like fake, like Barbie land that is totally messing with our children. So, okay, so um, in closing, tell us about what your normal day is like and when you leave here, what will you be doing? Okay, well, I'm going to immediately, when I leave here, I'm going to immediately take this off and put a hoodie on. (laughs) And then um, I'm going through all these clothes, uh, which I'm really excited about. I can show you guys some cute, I'm going going for some more like pops of color. Like, Um, Like going like this, like I can actually go around the corner. Like with my fashion here, like a little bit more like, you know, bright colors and I'm really excited about it. So I'm just going through all these beautiful, um, look, check out this Prada jacket that's just like stunning. That so, is beautiful. 
I'm going, I'm going through a little like identity change here and I'm going to, you know, just work on some of these looks and um, my daughter will be here at two, which I'm so excited about. And then we're just going to, if the sun creeps out, we'll probably jump in the pool and just spend some time together, you know? Um, and that's really, that's it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I mean, this was great. I mean, it went by so fast. It was like, oh my God, I could be sitting here talking all Day. Oh, you're so sweet. I had such a great time. I'm so glad it worked out. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed my chat with Caroline. I want to thank Caroline for being so brutally honest about the next chapter of her life. For the video version of this interview, please join us on our YouTube channel and make sure to follow us on Instagram at Naya Beauty App to stay updated on our next Naya Unfiltered guest. Thanks and see you next time.